Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Sean Hannity himself said, I believe in vaccinations. I do believe in science. Talk to your doctor, he said. You don't need to talk to people on TV and radio that aren't doctors, which goes to the point of this message. There are two uh, hosts of programs on Fox primetime that can only be characterized as anti-vax quacks. I'm referring, of course, to Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingraham. They have been spreading what I consider to be irresponsible information about vaccines across America and about the effort of this nation to deal with them. Here's the reality. We have millions who've died across the world by this vaccine. We may never have an accurate count. We have hundreds of thousands who have died in the United States. And now it is said repeatedly that those who are headed to the hospital with the most serious strains of COVID-19, 99.5% of them were not vaccinated. So the facts are obvious here. You know, I, I've, one thing I've always thought, and, and maybe you can guide me on this because obviously I'm not a doctor, but when I've always thought about vaccines and I always think about just nature and the way everything works. And, and I feel like a vaccination in, in a weird way is just generally kind of going against nature. Like, I mean, if, if there is some disease out there, maybe there's just an ebb and flow to life where something's supposed to wipe out a certain amount of people and that's just kind of the way evolution goes. Vaccines kind of stand in the way of that. Baby, I'm going to tell you something. That... Wow. And when you couple it with what you heard Senator Dick Durbin say, when you it makes this Rob Schmidt look... I mean, it, it, it makes him... It, sound absolutely, totally, I mean, it's beyond ignorance. It's beyond ignorance. Oh, vaccines get in the way of nature. Polio. Polio, we, we, we don't even hardly talk about polio anymore. Measles. In many third many undeveloped countries where they don't have vaccines. People are dying from measles. The plague, the plague that took out damn near half of Europe. And then this, I I just don't, I, I mean, this fool gets on national television and says, well, I'm not a doctor. Well, in sort of a weird way, you know, vaccine. And then you hear Dick Durbin say 99% of the people who weren't vaccinated end up dying. one 801 I, now, again, you hear it, you absorb it, you think about it, you call the Madison Show and you comment on it.
there is one more step. This is why my show is different, and I and and again, this is just the mantra of the show. What are you going to do about it? Because let me let me say this in its entirety. Every one of you can do something. What happens is if people do nothing, nothing happens. These folks don't get stopped. And I'll say to you, they need to be stopped. It's like the insurrectionists on January 6th. The police tried to stop them. Imagine if they had decided not to stop them. What would we be talking about this morning? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I hate to think about it. Let's go to the phones, and I'm going to take these calls quickly, and I'll start with Kevin, Michigan. You're on with Madison here on Sirius XM Urban View. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, hey, good morning, Joe. Um, you were talking the last hour about Donald Trump saying that the January 6th was a love fest. Um, I think you misunderstood him. It was about love for the country. It was about standing up against fraud. And, yes, it was about love. Take the insurrection out of it, wherever the hell you guys want to call it. It was a love fest. Trump was right. The election was stolen, and we have to stand up against all the fraud, bullshit, and deception that you people on the left are trying to push. Were there a million people there? Oh, yeah, more than that. Oh, oh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> he can't read or count. No, you Do know, you need you know, to listen? No, you know, again, <laughs> again, Kevin, <laughs> you know, Kevin, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. And thank you for calling in. <laughs> I really do. I really mean that, Kevin. I, 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 and, 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 and I, uh, Kevin, you can't say anything. There's no sense in following Kevin down that rabbit hole. Kevin knows there wasn't a million people there. Kevin knows there that was not a love fest. You don't threaten to hang the president or the, oh, I'm going to hang the vice president. Hey, Kevin, you fucker. I'm going to hang the vice, I'm going to hang the vice president in the name of love. <laughs> All right, let's go to Pennsylvania. <laughs> go ahead. Who is this? Neon? Neam? Naeem? Go ahead. You're on with Madison. God, folks. But, you know, again, thank God there. You know, Kevin can't count. Nor And, and by the way, it, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're on with Madison. <laughs> Hey, good, good morning, Joe, and uh, to the basic uh, phone crew. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, that that was kind of amusing with that last call. Hey, but really you know did. what? I got to tell you, it it not only it, yes, it was amusing. I'm, I mean, I'm making fun of it, uh, you know, it, to keep from screaming. But the reality oh, yeah. is, and I say this with all sincerity, it's dangerous. Dr. King made it very clear. Dr. King made it very clear. Sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity are the two most dangerous things on the planet. And what you heard was 
You, 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 he, he knows better. He knows that. He just called to rile us up. He knows better. And yeah, the sad absolutely. thing, and the sad thing is, it, 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 it's, it's, it's just sad. But you know what? The, the Kevins of the world aren't winning the day. But go ahead with your comment about the vaccine. Oh, yeah, about the uh, Newsmax host that um, mentioned that comment about the vaccine. Uh, yeah, previous caller uh, had kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, actually, they pretty much said what I was initially going to say. What I was thinking when I heard the audio was um, when he had commented about, you know, basically nature sort of um, running its course on on the uh, virus, and I'm, I'm just I'm thinking that he was speaking from a place of privilege. At least that's kind of what it sounded like to me, because I'm thinking like, okay, like, um, yeah, certain segment of the population might not be able to um, withstand the force of that virus. So I think we all know what he was like really getting at. At least that was my thought on it. Okay, Similar- so where are you going with this, and what are you going to do about it? Uh, yeah, like my my um, assessment was that they were. Talking I got your about- assessment. I got your assessment. Listen to me. I got you. You see, you see where you see why this question. Let me. You see why this question is so important. As soon as I asked it, you, there were three, four seconds there of silence. Yeah, has hesitation, you, and I and, and because because and and again, that's okay, because I want you to think about it. I don't, I don't. You gave us your assessment, and fine. But the uh, but the reality is, if you don't do anything, nothing gets done, and this right. gets repeated over and over again. Now you may say, well, what can I do? I could make four or five recommendations but let me go to anthony from missouri go ahead anthony yes uh, good morning i mean it's a new concept to talk radio i know it is because very few people who are broadcast do this but very few broadcasters really uh some do but very few say you know what we got to go beyond talk but go ahead anthony i'm sorry uh, 12 after the hour Yes, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Hey, yes. I was calling about Trump. I got a neighbor. He's a Trump supporter. And he uh, the reason they uh, with Trump, because he's the Messiah. He's the last call. Uh, what, what else he be talking about? He just be talking about that he's going to make things right. He's going to change the country and stuff like that. I mean, it's like sickening. It's like they, they idol him as a god. I don't know what's going on. Okay, let's go to um, Bill from Michigan. You're on with Madison. Yeah, I'm just like you said. I'm you're on the, uh, if you're on a speakerphone, if you and and, and if I'll give Bill time to get off. Uh, try to we, we when you get on. Sometimes when you're on a speakerphone, there's a hollow sound. Sounds much better when you talk directly into your uh, microphone. Two. One call a week, that gives first-time callers an opportunity to call in. And if you are a first-time caller, please uh, let us know. Um, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bill. 
is it better now or is, it, is there still an echo yeah no problem go ahead it sounds it sounds okay okay i want to i'm going to talk about solutions i'm not here to bash nobody or do nothing but on the bottom line everybody knows it and you talk about it over and over and over you know and you're right you got to hit it where it's, where it's where it's being financed at where you know this talk, this all this crazy, crazy people calling in and these ideals and just crazy, craziness. Hey, listen, man, if the faucet was dripping, the faucet was dripping, I would not sit there and do nothing. I go down there and shut it off. That's right. I'm not going to sit there and, and, and over and over and over go crazy, can't sleep, listen, it's a drip, drip, drip. You shut it off. The volume. This, it's just an, over and over and over. Texas, the Democrats <clears throat> did the same thing. Uh, what the uh, uh, the tex- uh, the Democrats in Wisconsin did a few years ago, we actually broadcast there. They left the state so that they did not have to have a legislative session. And by the way, this speaks to um, Brian. This speaks to the question: Well, what are you going to do about it? So the state legislators. The Democratic state legislators said, you know what, we're out of here. You, you don't have a quorum, so you cannot pass any of these draconian laws. And so we're out of here. And it's a strategy. Now, and, and let me tell you, that is, that's a hell of a strategy, but it has worked in other states. It's certainly in the state of Wisconsin, in case some of you have forgotten. Go ahead, Brian. Um, reason why I call it because you asked the question, why the Kevins, why other people are willing to accept Trump's bullshit. You have to understand, Mr. Madison, that the Kevins, the Trump supporters, are operating. From, what if you're operating from a premises that the people that elected Joe Biden in Atlanta, in Phoenix, in Philly, in Detroit shouldn't be voting anyway? What if, what if, what if you, yes, the election was stolen from Kevin because Kevin can't deal with the reality 
that black and brown people have a voice. The country is for all of us and not just Kevin. That's right. That's the problem. That's what we need to start speaking about is that Lee Atwater bullshit. Put, mm-hmm. When you get a chance, play Lee Atwater and think about this discussion. We're All right. Let's, <clears throat> hold on. Brian, Brian, Brian. Yeah. Again, let's play what Lee Atwater said. Daryl is probably looking it up as we uh, speak. Now I have it ready. Play it, Daryl. Here's how I would approach that issue as a, as a, as a statistician or a political scientist. No, as a psychologist, which I'm not, is, is how abstract you handle the race thing. In other words, you start out, and yeah, now y'all aren't quoting me on this. You start out in 1954 by saying nigger, nigger, nigger. By 1968, you can't say nigger. That hurts your backfire, so you say stuff like uh, force busing, states' rights and all that stuff. And you're getting so abstract now, you're talking about cutting taxes and all of these things you're talking about are totally economic things, and the byproduct of them is blacks get hurt worse than whites. And subconsciously, maybe that is part of it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that if it is getting that abstract and that coded, uh, that, that, we're, that we're doing away with the racial problem one way or the other. Uh, you follow me? Because obviously sitting around saying uh, we want to cut taxes, we want to cut this, and we want is much more abstract than, than even the busing thing. Uh, and a hell of a lot more abstract than never never, you know. So I, any way you look at it, race is coming on the back burner. Race is coming on the back burner. You have to be abstract. And which is <clears throat> another way of saying coded. And the Kevins of the world know that they can't come on my show and say nigger, nigger, nigger. Exactly. So what they let me, God, Brian, <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. We we did what you said. I'm, you know, and and. This is what is what happened <clears throat> under Nixon, <clears throat> and that was the sw- and who was he talking to at the time? Dixiecrats, who are upset because the Democratic Party had, had had endorsed and switched to support the Civil Rights and Voting Rights Act, and the Dixiecrats decided. We got to leave the Democratic Party. So where do we go? And Lee Atwater said, come over here. But do me a favor. Don't come over here with all that overt racism. Don't do it. So you got to be coded and abstract. And this is what's happening with these. So where is the abstraction? And let me ask you, Brian. Where is the abstraction taking place now? What's the abstraction? Well, let answer my question. The, the, you abstraction know, it, is you, the abstraction is voter fraud. Thank you. You hit oh. it right on the head. You mm-hmm. got it. You absolutely hit it right on the head. Because, because if you're not supposed to be voting in the first place, you are fraudulently voting. Okay, if you have an ID and it's not the one they want you to have, 
is fraudulent also. That's what the, the deal is. That's now, because, now, now that now that you have an Anna, now the question that you have to ask, not at this moment, your state legislators have done something. And let me tell you, it's controversial, it's daring, what they've done. The question Brian has to ask when, when, when we go to the next caller, what am, what am I going to do about it other than call a talk show? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting to people that you don't call because we now get to engage ourselves in, in a, a thought process, in conversation. But what good is talking about something if you don't do something about it? That's where I'm coming from. This is not trying to beat people over the head. This, what I'm trying to say is that when you, you must turn words into action. One of the great things about Dr. King, no, I mean, you want to talk about action, nobody could out, I mean, Dr. King knew how to put words and a sermon and a speech together. No question about it. But after the speech of I had a dream, he then went, what did he do? He, they took action. He took action. We can't, and, and I'm saying this to the Madison listeners, we have to be ready to act. We have to do something. And I can't tell you in Texas I can't. I, I can suggest a few things to you and others, but you have to decide what can I do. Now I might not be able to do what the legislators did, but you know what? I can do something. I just have to figure out what it is. You can listen to yours truly, Madison the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.